We all know the cautionary tale of the tortoise and the hare, but what does that actually look like in life and business? I'm Jess, somatic strategist and creator of Generative Profit. I'm Sam, psychotherapist, coach, supervisor, and facilitator of permission. And together, inside this podcast, we're combining our experience in business and expertise in mindset, strategy, and the nervous system to bring you real, raw, and deeply nuanced conversations, lessons, and perspective shifts that'll support you to strip back the layers of conditioning you have around traditional success and heal your relationship with your business, worth, work, and money so you can soften into success, exhale as you expand, and create a life and business filled with riches and richness. If you're ready to dance in the slow and actualize the knowing that it's from this place you'll collapse timelines and create sustained momentum toward the income, impact, presence and pleasure you desire, then pour yourself a cuppa and get cozy because this is for you. Welcome to the slowdown. So Jess and I have actually been deep in conversation with some incredible women who are considering joining us for the April um, slow cohort. And a question that keeps coming up is around group work. There's this real reluctance to be in a group for the two main reasons for that being that they've either been in a group where they've had a really bad experience or they've got like a real fear of being in a group, you know, being seen, um, sharing deeply. It can be really vulnerable. And whilst groups aren't for everyone, I think that they've been getting a bit of a bad rep lately because the coaching industry has just been so obsessed with scaling. Bigger is always seen as better, you know, and and so people have been exposed to these containers where perhaps they haven't felt as seen, as valued, as witnessed as they would have liked to have been. And they've been a bit burnt by some of these groups. And so there's a bit of a move towards one-on-one, but Jess and I just wanted to, I guess, challenge that a little bit because we've seen how powerful groups can be. Mm, Absolutely. I think, you know, always there is a time and place for both. And we are seeing, like you said, such a shift back towards that one-to-one mostly because of not feeling like needs were being met in group containers. And for the most part, I, I personally believe that that has come down to too big, too soon and a, a, a skills gap. Because when you're a really great one-to-one coach, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be an exceptional group space holder. Like there is such an art to extrapolating your skill set and your coaching into a group space. And um, yeah, I think like sometimes these groups have then become bigger than maybe there is the capacity to hold. And I think that's where we have really, I believe, found such a beautiful sweet spot with Slow because we have this intersection of there is a level of one-to-one support and then the group support, which adds so much value, is delivered in a way that is still extremely intimate. Like we only have six people per call so everyone always gets seen gets heard has a space there's no getting lost in our spaces or in our groups and I think that's when groups can become really really powerful yeah I agree and I think there's something about I did a post about this last year actually that was really powerful like 
we need to have the skills. If if you do feel a little bit drawn to a group container, but you're maybe a little bit nervous, a little bit curious, or maybe reluctant because you've been burnt before, there are some questions you can ask yourself or a bit of a filter to decide if a group is a good fit for you. And I think it's like, am I a highly sensitive person? Am I more introverted? Like, am I quite discerning with my energy? And if so, what is like the ideal group size for me to thrive in? So for example, there is a coach that I absolutely adore and I'm so keen to work with her, but all of her containers are just huge. I have tried big containers before, but I just know that I have a tendency to disappear and then just end up investing in something and not actually getting a lot out of it. Whereas when I've been in masterminds and small group coaching, for me, like the sweet spot is like eight on a call, like six to eight, then I've felt like I could be myself and I've and I've had these beautiful, deep connections and, and deep conversations. So I think like if you are wondering if group coaching is dead, <laughs> um, Jess and I obviously don't think that it is, but we do think that we need to learn how to be more discerning about what kind of groups we say yes to. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I think there is a time and a place for the large groups. Like I know there's times where I've intentionally jumped into yeah. large groups because um, I wanted connections and networking. And so my intention for being in those spaces was less about am I going to be seen and supported by the the leader or facilitator of that group versus like, I really want to connect and, um, you know, be surrounded by it and exposed to a whole lot of new people. And so in that instance, like that is a really good fit, but it's like, it's, it's really being intentional, as you say, and managing your expectations around what exactly do I desire right now in terms of support? How exactly do I want to be held in that? And then knowing yourself and and what is going to get the best out of you. Yeah, I think there, there is, is like a lot to consider and a lot to discern when you are deciding what investments or what spaces to put yourself in. And, you know, I think it would be really great for us to have a conversation about like why we believe groups are so powerful, because I think that it's it's less about like, oh, do, you know, as, as a business owner, we're told do groups because, you know, you can scale and you can, you know, make more money for the same amount of time and all of that sort of thing. Like, yes, groups are a smart business decision from that regard, but there's also like huge value as a participant in a group. And yeah, I, I think that like that's something that we could really highlight right now. Yeah. I mean, like my roots are obviously in psychotherapy and there is a lot of research that for certain presenting problems or diagnosis, that group work is actually more effective than one-on-one work. But group counselling is not really normal or very popular in Australia because people obviously feel really um, vulnerable and are a bit reluctant to do it. And it's also quite hard for the therapist to organise it and make and make it, you know, viable. So groups don't happen that much, but that's where I guess I first started to really see the impact um, and the power that group work has on an individual trying to work on making some changes in their life and, and in their business. And then I think I've really evolved that knowing into the way I see group processes in um, masterminds and group coaching programs for women in business. And, and really 
When we are looking for a coaching experience, ultimately we are trying to experience some kind of change. It might be like an inner shift, like a lot of women join slow because they want to change their relationship to their business and become more comfortable resting. And they also want a change or a transformation in their business. And But often when we work one-on-one with a coach and we're trying to create change, it can be really hard to see ourselves clearly. So we could have a process. Let's say we're a perfectionist and we have this process where every time we try to rest, something comes up, like we feel this tension in our body and we have this urge to keep working. And your individual coach could be working on that with you, but it might just feel like it's taking a really long time to shift that pattern. If you're in a group and someone else has a really similar pattern and they receive coaching, because you're in the observer seat, so often what happens is that you can recognize your pattern so much more powerfully when you're witnessing it outside of yourself. That's why therapists and coaches exist, right? Because I always say to my clients, it's not like I know more than you. It's just that I'm outside of the situation so I can see what's going on. And and that is the beauty and the power of group that you can sit back and observe someone else being coached and actually receive more benefit from that than you might from individual coaching. So um, I believe it's really incredible. It's also like the the power of realizing that you're not alone is, is a big one and, and being witnessed by other women in business because business can be incredible, but it can also be challenging and lonely, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I really think that there, there's so much power in being in group in the Mm. sense of you don't always know what you don't know and some ways as well like as well as receiving and recognizing like your own patterns in others as well as like receiving and recognizing that the problems or the challenges that you're facing aren't just like a you thing but are something that other people are also experiencing there's also just a really practical lens that Sometimes someone will ask a question that you have not even thought to ask that is so relevant and applicable to you, your business, your strategy, your life. And, you know, if you're in that one-to-one container and you're directing the flow of conversation purely based on where you are at, what your process is, what's in your periphery of awareness, then some of those things may not even come up for you. And so, yeah, I think that there is just so much enrichment that comes from groups with the caveat of that they are held in a really deeply meaningful way where everyone is given a lot of space and witnessing and support, particularly in, in like these, these deeper transformative containers. And so, you know, I think it would be really great for us to really talk about some of the ethos in how we specifically hold groups inside of slow, because I do think that that is quite a unique point of difference. And could even be something that if you are a coach uh, that is holding groups that you could maybe reflect on some of these things in regards to how you also hold space uh, for your groups. Mm, I think the first thing is that there's this real intentionality in the way that we set up Slow the Mastermind. Um, We really spent time kind of as a group looking at um, what we all need as individuals and as a group to kind of thrive. And we we spend a lot of time going over our group guidelines. So making sure that there's actually like guidelines and rules and agreements in place before we're asking people to share from their heart. 
And I think this is something that I do in all my containers. And honestly, sometimes I get quite a reaction. Um, I was actually running a group container yesterday and we went through that process and people were like, oh, so we don't need to do that. Like everyone's so nice in this group. Like we're we're all going to get on great. And it was so obvious that, yes, like um, I think Jess and I are both really great at bringing like incredible women together who do really click. But there's like a big assumption then that you don't need to go through like the group processes and set up safety within a group um, because everyone's lovely and because everyone's getting on well. But I've seen some really lovely groups blow up um, and I think that it is really important that we set we set up the group. So we're very intentional with the way we set it up. We always say that from a trauma-informed perspective, we can never guarantee safety in a group. And this is something that Katie Kurtz taught me and um, or speaks to. And I, and I think it's really important that we stop saying that groups are safe spaces because we can't guarantee safety. So Jess and I could be in the exact same container with the exact same coach and Jess feels incredibly safe and I feel really unsafe. So we kind of talk about, you know, that we're always aiming to create a safe space, but that each participant needs to decide how safe they feel and also how much they want to share. And that's another thing. We don't pressure people in slow to share more than they feel ready to because some people like me I'm like an open book in a group container Mm -hmm. I'll like probably cry in the first call and share like (laughs) yeah like exactly but then other people might it might take them like three three weeks to kind of start to drop in and to feel that safety so um Mm. that's something that we really value We wanted to interrupt this goodness for a moment to share with you we are currently enrolling in the next cohort of the Slow Mastermind. Think exhaling as you expand, softening into success and inviting in both peace and profit as you create a life and business filled with richness and riches. Unlike most masterminds that either support your heart or your head, Slow is a space where both are held, a space where strategy and embodiment are woven together to support your whole self through all the seasons, especially the messy ones. A soft space to land in your business, love your life and lead bravely for results in a way you never knew were possible. A space where slowing down is the catalyst for the abundance around you speeding up. Slow is the table of women we want to circle up with and share in the journey of consciously creating a deeply impactful business that doesn't cost you your life and still generates a healthy profit. Perhaps it's the table you've been searching for too. If so, we'd love you to apply. Head to theslowmastermind.com for more information. And Jess, do you want to talk a bit about circular leadership? Because I think that's another really important part of our ethos. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sam and I are just such advocates that all of the women that come into our spaces are so incredibly wise they're sovereign they're powerful they have so much value to offer and we don't believe in any sort of hierarchical structure like we aren't the leaders of the group like of course we are here to facilitate and to ensure that those guidelines are adhered to and the space is brave and held really well but we certainly don't pedestal ourselves as being better than or knowing all. And what this allows us to facilitate is this 
this dynamic where every single person in the group is really seen and respected for their contributions. And if someone is receiving coaching, not only do they have the opportunity to receive from both Sam and I, they also have the opportunity to decide and consent to whether they would also like to receive further input from anyone else that is on the call that would like has some wisdom and knowledge to add in or some perspective to add in. And I think that that, that's really, you know, how traditional masterminds have worked. And and I guess masterminds have really evolved in the industry of late. And it's more what I would probably call a group coaching where a coach leads it. But in Mm -hmm. traditional masterminds, it is really about, it's not just the power of the coach, but the power of the entire collective. And that's having all the minds on that one specific issue. And yeah, I think that that really adds such a level of enrichment. And it also reminds each and every participant that they are always in their power. Like whenever we're providing coaching or guidance, we give that with like the biggest caveat that you know you best. You are the leader of you. You are the leader of your business. And so sometimes like Sam and I might even have like conflicting perspectives or opinions or coaching. And it's like you are going to know what resonates for you or what feels true and aligned. And that I think creates a really, really special sacred dynamic in the group where there's no no sense of like codependency or like we need to check in with Sam or Jess before we can like make this decision or take this action or anything like that, which I know can sometimes, Mm. you know, feel its way into like one-to-one coaching where you kind of become in such like close proximity to your one-to-one coach that you can unintentionally sometimes pedestal them and think that they actually know better than, than you, which is just absolutely not true. They may be further along in their journey, but they they definitely don't know you better than you. Yeah, and I love the the philosophy around like we are all experts on ourselves mm-hmm. and, yeah, we have been really careful not to pedestal ourselves in the mastermind because I do see in the coaching industry there's a lot of almost coaching worshipping, you know, like this coach is incredible, I'll just do whatever they tell me, I'll just do exactly what they say, exactly what they did, it can end up being really disempowering and also quite, it can leave us quite vulnerable because then it's not person-centered because you might like look up to your coach and they might have this incredible business, but you're not them and your life, the season of life you're not in isn't them either. And so if you try to just let a coach tell you what to do and and do exactly what they've done, you, you, you're kind of risking, I think, burning out or just building a business that actually doesn't feel good at all. Yeah, absolutely. And I think from a one-to-one perspective, I know majority, I'd say like 98% of my private clients come to me at that stage where they have been in groups or they've done mm you know, some of those big name courses and they've followed the the steps and the, the frameworks and built this business. And then there is this level of like dullness and dissatisfaction and delusion and, and burnout. And it just doesn't feel like them. It doesn't, they don't feel alive and excited and creatively lit up and turned on in their business. And that's, you know, something that we are really mindful of front and center in the way that we are coaching is that there is like there is an intentional reason slow doesn't have a curriculum because we don't believe there is like a one size fits all step by step process it is very bespoke it is very responsive and individualized and yeah I think that's ultimately why 
when we look at also the women inside of slow and where they are at right now in their lives and their businesses, there is such a wide spectrum of transformation that's happened. And I think that that's another really key point for us to touch in on, because I know that a lot of spaces, you know, with this whole like high vibe movement Mm -hmm. are like, yes, come in and celebrate like your wins. And there's so, you know, societally so much conditioning and commentary around celebrating the, like the visible successes. They're like, the money wins, the client wins, the, you know, X amount of followers or likes or whatever, like those kind of really visible PR opportunities. And I think that there's such a missed opportunity in recognizing the intangible and the invisible wins. And, you know, if you're in a space and you're maybe in a season of life where you're actually working through like more of the inner work, which there is always seasons and cycles. Like we're always going to have like seasons of like contraction and consolidation and inner repair and restoration. And there's going to be less of those like really big visible outward moments, but it doesn't mean that there's any less growth happening. And in fact, I would argue, and I think you would agree, Sam, that it's it's in those seasons and it's like fully surrendering and deepening that actually is the catalyst for the the growth in the in the visible sense as that season arises. And so, yeah, really acknowledging and being in such deep reverence for that process has meant that every single woman inside of our container, no matter where they're at in their growth, whether it's internal or external, are all like celebrated and seen as like so successful in in what they're doing um you know and I think maybe we should talk to some examples of that and how that disparity looks yeah I think well one thing that we teach in slow is the concept of unconditional success and that is basically linked to that concept of being unconditionally worthy so it's like I'm going to decide that no matter what happens in this situation as long as I'm proud of how I've showed up then I am successful and yeah, we have supported women in slow where they've they've launched and it's just gone incredibly smoothly. And, you know, someone recently just sold out their mastermind so easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we Brand su- new mastermind yeah. sold out in like a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. so good. Just made it look so easeful. And then we've had other women who are in the middle of like the messy middle of a launch that's not going as they would like it to. But I feel like as coaches, for me anyway, I I feel just as proud, you know, of both examples of those incredible women because it's about how you show up and yeah. there's always something to be celebrated. Like we sometimes celebrate, we celebrated someone um, taking like two weeks off for the first time in their business. Like to yeah. us, that's just as big a celebration as selling out, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, again, like even with how that works, a woman in the space that's completely like burnt down a, an existing business and started something brand new and so even just again like the courage it takes to do that and and start again and to completely you know follow your your desire and to create something that feels really meaningful to you like that is huge and I think these moments of courage and I love what you said about is it's not necessarily about the outcomes but it's like how did you hold yourself through that? And so, yeah, regardless of the launch's outcome, like how did you hold yourself through that? How did you show up through that? Is so, so powerful. And, and there's always so much to be gained in 
celebrating and acknowledging and appreciating that. Mm. Yeah, it's that self-leadership piece, isn't it? Because you might have a rough launch, but then the next one, you know, because you've led yourself so beautifully and learned all those lessons, the next one could be where you get that momentum. And it's always been how I've supported myself in launches because I've had launches that have gone incredibly well and ones that have gone terribly. <laughs> um, but I've always focused on, well, all I can control is how I show up and how I put in the work and how I support myself. So we are really big on celebrating every human in slow and all the wins, you know, the the inner work ones and the outer external, you know, business yeah. metrics. Yeah, and it's, it's a space where everyone, I believe, gets to bring all of themselves and you know sometimes that doesn't involve celebration sometimes it's like oh this is like really heavy and hard right now and it's it's not a space where you feel like that like people feel like they need to come polished and happy mm. and high vibe like they get to be in their mess and that's really I, I mean I I love the celebrations but I also just like have such an honoring and an affinity for like the woman that's willing to show up so vulnerably in in all of herself in her fullness and to just receive from that place because as you said like it is so vulnerable in a group to do that but heck like I can say as someone that has been in in groups as participant Mm. as a participant like it is the most inspiring thing to see I think that those moments personally for me fuel me on more than the person that's like I just did a six-figure launch or like whatever I'm like I, I want to say the person that's like had the the deaths and the rebirths and held themselves through all of that and still being able to like show up. That's like my soul. Feel. Yes. Yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because sometimes we can feel so vulnerable when we are that person. Like I've been in masterminds where there's been like people having incredible wins and then there's other people having, you know, really tough times in their business and, and to be able to hold them both and, and make them both feel just as welcome is a real skill and a real priority for us, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it's just about keeping it real because mm. we see so much of the the shiny on socials. We see the success stories of the sellout launches and the X figure months and the like, you know, blah, 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 whatever those like key metrics are that are constantly being spoken about. And so it kind of can can make you feel a little bit like if you're not hitting those or if you're having a different experience, mm. like what's what's wrong with me? What am I not getting? All of those things, whereas it's actually really normal. Even like some of the biggest celebrity coaches that you can think of have launches of what? Have months that are less than what they're used to, have personal crises, all of those things. It's it's just like the stuff that's glossed over. And I think that's where being in groups can be so powerful because you can see all of that and you get to see the realness and the rawness and the vulnerability and all the ways that business stretches you to your edges and mm. realize that that's, that's a universal journey. You're not alone in that. Like I've personally found that it, it really help, has helped in like nipping that comparisonitis thing in the bud because I'm like, okay, like I can see the highlights real on Instagram, but like when I'm in this, sacred space and sisterhood I'm seeing the truth of like what's behind and underneath all of that and and that's fuel Mm, yeah and I don't know there's something about 
but like I, I want to speak to the fear of being in a group because I do think yeah. um, like groups aren't for everybody. Like I, I would never tell someone that says to me, oh, no, I, I really only like one-on-ones that like that's wrong. Like I think there are some people whose personality does suit one-on-one. But I wanted to speak to the fear because I think what you just touched on there, Jess, is how sometimes it can feel very scary, um, very vulnerable, very anxiety provoking to join a group, especially if you're like newer to business and maybe you see other women in the container are further along. But I almost see that as like a little bit of a testing ground or an experiment ground for putting yourself out there in business as well. So if you feel like there's a part of you that actually kind of wants to do a group, you're a bit curious about it, but you're also like, oh no, I'm too shy or I'm too anxious you know, this is an invitation to kind of play with, could a group actually be like a, a part of an experiment for you, like a brave experiment where you start to put yourself out there with the group before you then, um, you know, try, you try these things on in a group container and then you can take them out into the real world. And, and we definitely do that a lot in slow, don't we? Like that kind of experimentation. Yeah, yeah. The experiments, it's just such a nicer way of rather than being like, go and do this thing. It's like, well, like, what would it look like if you just played with this? And it allows like a level of safety within your nervous system to like kind of settle into like, okay, do I just want to dip my toe in the water versus am I going to wade up to my waist versus am I just going to like bomb dive in and like fully go for it? It's, I feel like it's, it's all about Again, that consent piece that's really just like you get to choose the level at which you take things. And yeah, I've, I've loved just witnessing like the various experiments that these, these women inside of Slow have tried on for themselves. And, and sometimes you try on an experiment, same as like you try on an outfit and you're like, no, nope, that's not for me. And other yeah. times they're like, wow, like this is so good. And I never would have thought to have picked this out myself. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree. If you do feel like experimenting with um, what it might feel like to be in our group spaces, we do have um, some pop-up free coaching experiences coming up, which will just give you like a little taste of what it's like to be held by Jess and I. Yeah. So we will pop all the links in the show notes below for you to join and sign up for that free coaching experience. It'll be on the 13th of March. We'll have two call times available. It's, it's not going to, there's not going to be a recording or a replay. It's purely going to be live coaching support for those that show up. We, we do that because we want it to be a space where you feel it's really sacred and you're not kind of coming in and sharing and feeling like who else on the internet is going to see my, my vulnerability and my coaching moments. If being coached by both Sam and myself on your, your mindset, your heart set, your business strategy is something that you would like to experiment with, then please head to the link in the bio, sign up for that. We are also in enrollments for Slow, the mastermind. And as a bonus, as soon as you enroll, you will get access to a private group space, like Slack space with just Sam, myself and you. And every Wednesday, we will be in there to personally support you right from the moment you sign up through till the group starting officially in the end of April. So yeah, so many goodies, so many bonuses, so many ways to get, you know, that hybrid of both group and personalized support to help you achieve your goals in business and life. Like ultimately, yeah, we're, we're here for it all. And 
the the results that we're starting to see coming out of our, our first cohort has, is just testament to like how deeply impactful it is to collectively work together in a space where both your personal and your your nervous system, your mindset, your state of being is held just as deeply as your business and your strategy and, you know, the practical action and momentum. Um, the results uh, are seriously like phenomenal. So yeah, we would love to have a conversation with you if you think that that is something that you would like to step into because spaces are strictly limited. Yes, and they are selling quickly, aren't they, Jess? They are, yes. Yeah, links will all be below and we can't wait to connect with you.